Hey, everybody. I'm Jen Garrett. My passion for football and pushing boundaries has helped me to create a successful business using the same performance building principles of the world's best players. Through my Move the Ball book, workshops, and consulting work, I've used the same system to help thousands of people to think and execute like a pro athlete when it comes to business and branding. Now, I'm on a mission to help you utilize those tools and strategies to elevate your hustle and get you across the goal line. So get ready. It's time to suit up, to show up, and to move the ball. Hey, everyone. It's great to be back with you for another episode of Move the Ball. If this is your first time listening, welcome. And if you've been a part of the Move the Ball movement for quite some time, welcome back. As you all know, on this podcast, we talk about business, branding, sports, and of course, how to move the ball. Now, today's episode is a little bit different. And before we get into that, there is some standard stuff that I just need to say that I say at the beginning of every show. First, if you haven't already done so, be sure to hit that subscribe button so that you never miss an episode. We've got some great guests coming up. And also go back and check out other episodes. I've had some incredible people on the show so far, and I know you'll love those episodes. Second, Many of you know that I launched the Move the Ball merchandise line on draft day. There is a link in the show notes. Go check out the swag. I'm always adding some new pieces. Pick yourself up some merch and rock that you are a part of the Move the Ball movement. And if you do, be sure to tag me and also use the hashtag Move the Ball in your post so that I can be sure to share it. Now, I mentioned that this show is a little bit different than the normal episodes. Let me start off by saying that something that's a common theme on the show is the importance of being consistent, showing up consistently to life, putting in the work that you need to day in and day out. If you're a podcaster, you're familiar with podcasting, you know that it takes a lot of work to show up and produce quality shows for your listeners. So you got to be consistent there, but also along the lines of being consistent, something that I've wanted to do around my birthday every season is to do a solo episode, which I did the past two seasons. And since my birthday just happened, of course, today's episode is going to follow that theme. However, instead of you just hearing me talk, I wanted to mix this episode and also do a high highlight reel with snippets from the season so far. So I don't want to spend too much time talking here, but there are a couple of things that I do want to emphasize real quickly. I mean, first of all, we know that how you show up to each day is important. It's something that I'm always talking about on the show. So I want you to ask yourself, are you showing up the right way? And are you focusing on the the right things so that you can move the ball and get yourself closer to your goal line? For me, some of you know my story. I was happily climbing the corporate ladder and then my dad passed away unexpectedly, which really changed my trajectory. I loved what I was doing. But when my dad passed, I realized that the world keeps moving whether you're in it or not. And so it made me really think about what I wanted my legacy to be. You know, what imprint could I leave? And what would be that thing that would continue on whenever I was gone? What I realized was my legacy was going to be this Move the Ball movement. I had published my book, Move the Ball, a few years before my dad's passing, which was all about how you take football-specific principles, lessons, and strategies and use them to be successful beyond the game, in business, in life, in your career. And 
that's what I thought Move the Ball would be, a book, and that was it. But it ended up evolving into this way of life for people. It represented forward motion. The speed didn't matter. Your past didn't matter. It was just about moving a few inches, a foot, a yard, or even getting a first down that day. Forward is forward and progress is progress. And that's what this movement is about. Some of you also know that two and a half years ago, I gave up everything that I had known and built to go all in on this movement. Was it scary? Of course it was. Yep. Was I ready? Well, I thought I was. And, you know, to do so right before COVID ended up being a crazy time. But the thing was, I was willing to bet on myself and I was going to show up every day and put the work in to move the ball. No matter what obstacle, twist or turn came my way, I wasn't going to let any of it be an excuse. And so that's what you need to do as well. So I hope that you're showing up every day. And I mean, for me, fast forward to today where I do business consulting, I get to work with corporate executives and then also with pro athletes on their brands and business adventures. It has been a wild ride. I mean, especially what I get to do in the sports space and people will reach out to me and they'll ask, how did you build this brand and get people's respect in this industry, especially being a woman and being in the sports business is tough. The short answer is a lot of things that I did, but the short answer is I showed up every day, no excuses. And some of you may know that when I wrote Move the Ball, I didn't know a single person in the sports industry, but I mean, I wanted to really just make a name for myself in sports. And so that's what I set out to do. And again, being a woman, you can only imagine like nobody really cared if I said, hey, I wrote a book on football. People were like, oh, that's great. Great. Good for you. Right. It wasn't well received. No one really seemed to care when I first started along the journey. People said to me things like, what makes you think you know anything about football? And if you were my daughter, I would just go focus on something else. That's what I would tell her. And so, I mean, there were so many people who didn't see my value or what I brought to the table. And here's the thing, though. I mean, we're all going to come across people like that. And sometimes you have to go after a vision that only you can see. And remember that other people's affirmations are not necessary for your progress. So I just kept doing my thing. I kept showing up every day and trying to make things happen, even just move that ball one inch. And it just continued and continued. And now I'm amazed at the pro athletes that show their support for Move the Ball, the brand, the movement. And as a kid, never, never, ever would I have thought that I would be doing what I do today. I'm sharing this with all of you because we truly live in a time where you can go after whatever it is you want in life. You just got to figure out your plan and then work on that every single day. So I'm going to come back to you now. What are those things that are important to you that you might not be considering a priority in your life, but those are things that have always been important and it's just been on the back burner. Think about that. And then also consider how do you need to be showing up each day to actually make some movement and some progress on those things? I mean, people in today's society, look, they talk about how you have to be hustling and grinding and working yourself to death. And that really isn't my philosophy. I mean, yes, I work hard. I work my ass off. I put in a ton of work, but some days I have other commitments or things that I need to prioritize and the ball doesn't move as far with this brand. That's okay. Or with other goals that are important to me, all that matters. We all have different commitments. We all have other obligations, but we have things that are important to us. And what we just need to focus on is that forward motion. Like I mentioned, an inch, a foot, a first down, whatever progress is progress. 
and the speed doesn't matter. So don't get caught up in, oh, I didn't get to do as much as I wanted and get discouraged. Just do what you need to do each day at a pace that works for you. And you will cross that goal line. It might not be as fast as you want, but you'll cross it. You will. So again, just think about how you're showing up and how do you need to be showing up? I talk about this all the time on the show. And some of you might be familiar that I just finished writing my next book, which is all about showing up to life the right way so that you can move the ball. And as you know, at the end of each podcast, I always end the show saying, you know, until next time, make sure you suit up, you show up and you move the ball. So this book is actually structured in those three parts. There's a suit up section, a show up section, and then a move the ball section. And that move the ball part is actually different than what I wrote in my move the ball book. So anyway, stay tuned later this summer, I'll be sharing the actual release date and then also where you can go to pre-order the book and check it out. All right, I spoke longer than I thought I was going to on all that stuff, but for today's episode or the rest of it, what I wanted to do was pull some of my favorite clips from shows earlier this season. If you like what you hear from some of these guests, go back and listen to their full episode. The guests on the show are always sharing great stories and perspectives. I mean, I always take away so much from every conversation and I know you will too. So if you like what you hear, go check them out. This first clip is from NFL linebacker Zaire Franklin, who is currently playing with the Indianapolis Colts. He was drafted by the Colts in the seventh round of the 2018 NFL draft. And Zaire is also one of the Indianapolis Colts team captains. Something else about Zaire is when he played college football at Syracuse, he was named a three-time captain, being only the second person in Orange football history to do so, and he was the first since 1896. So for the last 100 years plus, he was the only person to be a three-time team captain. Pretty impressive. Anyway, have a listen. Let's just talk about the sport of football. For a minute, I ask this question all the time of guests on my show. Uh, Many people know that I've been a student of the game since I was four years old. I wrote this book called Move the Ball, which kind of kicked off this whole movement. From your perspective, what are some of the strategies and lessons that you've learned from the game that you feel have helped you to be successful and will continue to help you to be successful? Oh, that's a great question. I would say one of the most things is just how to assess a play, whether good or bad learn from it and then move on from it. I think that's just something that there's a lesson that a lot of people don't learn, you know, throughout life is just how to, when you something, when you have an experience, you know, taking what's needed to learn from it, whether it's a victory or, you know, technically a loss, get the lesson out of it regardless and moving on. It's so many things. I, I mean, football has taught me so much about life. I would say another big thing was how to watch somebody else's mistakes and learn from it and not to repeat those type of things, how to learn from the guy in front of you. Um, in the NFL, you come to learn that, you know, reps are scarce, you know, especially as a seventh round pick. You know, I was like the 11th draft pick that year. You know, I was like the last guy that they got in. And, you know, I wasn't getting as many reps. So I knew when I got out there, I had to really maximize my opportunities. So I think just one of the biggest things for me was just really watching and learning from the guys ahead of me, um, learning what they did good and also learning from what they did bad. So I didn't make similar mistakes. So and I feel like that could apply in a lot of different terms of business. You know, when you kind of watching, you know, the the marketplace and, and watching your peers and different people do certain things. Even if somebody's in a different industry as you, you could learn from, you know, kind of how they carry their business, how they market their business, you know, how they structure certain things from it and kind of make it your own. And also you can learn from some bad things too and seeing how like some people kind of just let certain things slip and didn't really take advantage of certain opportunities and how it ended up to their downfall. So 
I feel like football has taught me so much about life and so much about business. It's like, honestly, one of the greatest tools, uh, lessons, in my opinion. This next clip is from Stephen Parker II, who is currently an NFL defensive back that is a free agent. Stephen most recently played with the New York Giants, and he played college football at Oklahoma. It teaches you to grind. It teaches you that there's nothing that's going to be given to you in your life. Whatever you want to do, you have to go out there and you got to go take it. It's not going to be given to you. It's not going to be, you know, uh, walking apart is what people say. It's going to be something that you have to put your, your stamp in every morning, say, okay, this is my time to clock in. I don't really have a time to clock out until my assignment is done. And I think that's what makes the difference uh, just, just throughout this world is just knowing like, okay, the job is, you know, here, but I can always go more. I can always push a little extra. And that little extra is going to get you over the top or over the hump. And they say that in your life can change in a year if you focus on the right things. And I mean, for me, one of the things that completely changed my life and my trajectory was writing this book, Move the Ball, which is what started this whole Move the Ball movement. And I shared lessons that football taught me as a kid. And when you look at the habits that you've put into practice that have made you to be successful, what are some of those habits that you attribute to your success today? I would say the top one is just finish. You know, you always hear coaches preach on finish, finish, finish the rep, finish the rep, finish the set, because everything that we do in life, we have to finish it. If if you go halfway and the finish line is just a couple feet away, then you almost just failed yourself because you're looking right there at the end or at the end of the tunnel. You didn't put forth the effort in order to just get it done, finish the rep and make sure that it's, you know, all the way through. So. I feel like that's like really the biggest thing for me that I always put in with football is just finish and just knowing that like once you finish, it's going to all come back and it's going to, you know, be the reward that you reap. For sure. Completely agree. It's important to have that finish, that follow through. Make sure you're completing what you need to so that you can move the ball, as I would say. All right. Next, this clip is from Ronnie Brown, who was a star running back at Auburn, and he was drafted in the first round of the 2005 NFL draft as the number two overall pick by the Miami Dolphins. Ronnie ended up playing in the NFL for 10 seasons and he had a great career. And now he's doing so many amazing things to make an impact beyond the game, especially in the space of financial literacy. So social media is definitely great in that regard. It's also detrimental in terms of it can be a distraction. Right. right. And, and and they say that the outcomes in your life are driven by the things that you focus on. And in today's day, being able to really stay locked in and remain focused is a competitive advantage because there's so many people that just get caught up in everything else that's out there on social media and in the world. So when you look back, I mean, you've had a great college career. You've had a great career in the NFL. You're a successful business guy. What are some of the things that you have done to help you stay locked in throughout your entire career? Yeah, I think just some of the concepts of life that I've learned, you know, for me through the context of sport, you know, I think about the importance of time management. So that's, you know, whether you're in college or as a professional athlete or just a professional businessman, time management is important. Like you said, there's so many distractions out here trying to eliminate and limit those things that are distractions. And so for me, the time management and then outside of that, some of the things that I've learned through sport is kind of like being great at the things that don't take talent. That's what I always tell my kids. I have a nine and a, a six-year-old. And so I've, I always tell them, and I harp on it is, you know, those things are your attitude, your attention, and your effort. You know, you can always have a great attitude. That's something you control, your attention. You can always know what to do if you listen, pay attention, 
and your effort. That's the three things that you control the most. And so, you know, in addition to that, showing up on time, being present, Mm -hmm. you know, I think just being present helps a lot of situations. That's half of the battle. And so, you know, approaching it with an open mind. So those are things that I kind of find of interest and find a value, you know, that relate to life or, and no matter what walk of life you're in, those are things that are applicable to, you know, any situation to me, you know, whether it's sport, like I said, in the business world, you know, those are things that I find helpful. Next up, we have a newer NFL player, someone who was a member of the 2022 NFL draft class, Jalen Armour Davis. Jay was featured as part of the season's path to the draft series, and he also played for my alma mater, the University of Alabama. Jalen is a defensive back. He was drafted in the fourth round of this year's draft by the Baltimore Ravens. Have a listen to this one. I think one of the main things I've learned from football to take over into my day-to-day life is how to how to work hard and how to be consistent in the game, especially the places that I played at, like Alabama. If you don't work hard, if you're not consistently trying to get better at your craft, you're not going to be very good. You're not going to be very successful. And on top of that, you're going to run into the, a lot of obstacles. You're going to run into a lot of adversity that you have to figure out how to get through it and keep going and not dwell on it. And I think that's the main thing in my life, at least, that translated over because, you know, in life, you're going to run into a lot of difficult situations and it's up to you and nobody else to figure out how to get through those tough times that you're going to go through in life and on the football field. Absolutely. Yeah, that's that's really the main thing for myself. Yeah. And you mentioned consistency, which is so important when you look at how people show up every day, what really separates those elite people, not just players on the field, but just great leaders in life, great successful people is are they consistent in performing? at how they need to perform. Right, thousand percent. What is the best piece of advice you would give someone? To continue to go forward, or as you would say, continue to move the ball. Life is going to come at you fast, and you can only control the things that you can control. So don't look for other things that you can't control. Find a way to continue to go forward. Great piece of advice. And then also, what's the best piece of advice that you've been given by a coach? Be where your feet are. Very simple, the last answer. Yeah, be where your feet are, control what you can control. When you realize that you can do that, once you start to control what you can control, all the other things you can't control, you don't even you don't even see them anymore. I wanted to include this next clip because if you've listened to the show before, you know that I'm always talking about how the game of football has taught me so many lessons to be successful in business, in life, in whatever it is that you do. And I like to ask my guests that same question to see what they've taken away from the game. So this snippet is with Brandon Smith. Brandon was a member of the 2022 NFL draft class. He played college football at Penn State, and he was drafted by the Carolina Panthers in the fourth round of this past draft. Have a listen. Really, it's uh, the game of football and the game of life is the game of chess. Uh, ultimately, there's going to be things that happen, whether or not it's going to be a big play or if someone gets injured or something like that. And you got to be able to adjust and you got to be able to make the next move to, you know, worth it. Just like the game of chess, you know, you got your pongs, you got everything that you need. And if somebody makes a move, then you got to be able to counter that and ultimately win. So that's that's all it is uh, within the game of life and the game of football. And that's kind of how, like, I have looked at things ever since I, you know, entered into college and even moving forward into the real world. I think that's great. It's important because you're right. It is a game of chess. You're always assessing and adapting and adjusting as necessary. 
Now, the next few clips are also with members of the current draft class who were featured in my Path to the Draft series earlier this season. I was really impressed with the maturity of a number of these young men and also the life lessons they've taken away from the game and what advice has been helpful for them to be successful both on the field and also beyond the game. This next clip is with Sky Moore, who played wide receiver at Western Michigan University, and Sky was drafted in the second round by the Kansas City Chiefs. So I feel like, yeah, just being able to be consistent and knowing if you don't work at something, you're either getting better or you're getting worse. That's the lesson I always take. Game of football shows if you don't go to practice, if you don't do the things that help prepare for your moment, then you're going to either not succeed or if you do do those things, you will succeed. Like those are the lessons that I take from the game. What is the best piece of advice that you've been given by a coach? Uh, You're always approaching, never arriving. Oh, I like that. Very nice. Now I'm going to flip it and ask you, what is the best piece of advice that you would give someone? To, to always stay, yeah, it's basically the same thing. To always stay hungry and don't ever feel like you're satisfied. Next up, we have a young man that I am super proud of, Dane Belton. Dane is a defensive back who played college football at Iowa, and he was drafted in the fourth round by the New York Giants. You know, the game of football has taught me so many things that just translate in different facets of life. And, you know, when you look at it being a huge team sport, it teaches you a lot of being able to communicate, especially, and being able to achieve a goal together. And everyone has a specific task. It's not everyone's doing the same thing. If you look at basketball, you know, generally everyone's doing about the same thing. But in football, everyone has a specific goal that contributes to the team. And just being able to have that teamwork and also accountability. You have at least 10 other people on the field and then 30, 40, 50 people on the sideline and coaches as well that you are accountable for and accountable to and that they're banking on you doing your job and vice versa. So it's all about that and just going out there and giving your all too. Playing football at this high level, you can't go out there and have step and expect to be successful. You know, and that definitely translates in life. You got to give your all into anything you're doing. You know, that's a big mindset I have and Basically, anything you're doing, do it your best ability. So, you know, carrying that over football is definitely something that translates. This next clip is from someone who is just full of smiles and positive energy, Ed Ingram. Ed was a member of LSU's 2019 National Championship team, and he was drafted in the second round by the Minnesota Vikings. I think the advice he shares in this clip it is spot on. So check it out. What is the best piece of advice that you've been given by a coach? My offensive line coach told me to play and uh, pretty much so my kids remember me the way I played. And so I don't want my kids to remember me as a person that gave half effort. Mm -hmm. I want my kids to remember me as a person that laid down on the field every time I was on the field. Love it. And I'm going to flip it now and ask, what is the best piece of advice that you would give someone? I give somebody uh, pretty much, like I always say, just like always have a smile on your face. Don't take life so seriously. Have fun with life. You know, life is not not long for some people. You never know when it's your time. So just have fun with what you do. What I like about this clip is Ed talks about just having fun with what you do. People think the grind has to be like drudgery all the time and it doesn't. No, you should be having fun along the way. So go have a listen to Ed's full episode. I think you'll enjoy his positive vibe throughout that show. Next up is a short clip from Chig Okonkwo, who is a tight end. He played college football at Maryland. Now, something about Chig is during the NFL Combine, he was actually the fastest tight end to run the 40 at this year's Combine. Chig ended up being drafted by the Tennessee Titans in the fourth round of this year's draft. 
What is the best piece of advice that you've been given by a coach? Be where your feet are. Take everything one step at a time. Great advice. And I'm going to flip it now and ask, what is the best piece of advice that you would give someone? Don't be scared. Just, you know, just keep running the course, man. Like everybody has their own timeline and don't watch guys around you. Like some guys, you know, I remember when guys in my class came in with or started going to league, I started thinking, I'm like, oh my God, not feeling rushed. I got I to gotta get there. Like, I can't, I, I, I can't do another year. Like I, I got to do it now. So, so I say, just, you know, just run your own race, man. Don't look at other people. Just do your own thing. I included this one because you really need to be focused on running your own race and doing your own thing. People are always looking for some magic formula or secrets to success on what they need to be doing. But really, you need to find your own rhythm. Of course, there's habits and practices that are going to be helpful and things that you should do. But it's still about figuring out how to make it all work for you and doing your thing, running your race. So that's why I liked that clip in here. And I've got two snippets left to highlight for this episode. One more is from the Path to the Draft series, and it's with former Appalachian State linebacker DeMarco Jackson. DeMarco was drafted by the New Orleans Saints in the fifth round of this year's draft. Have a listen. Never cheat your work. Don't ever let nobody cheat you out of your work. Oh, I like that. Yeah. I'm going to flip it and ask you, what's the best piece of advice you would give someone? Best piece of advice I would give someone, I would have to say, really that same message, but just always stay true to yourself and just keep trusting in you, believing in yourself. That one resonated with me because you've always got to believe in yourself and never cheat your work. Two things you already know, but I just wanted this to be a reminder. And sometimes it's good to hear from somebody else, especially not just me. Uh, The last clip for today is with Kenny Clark, who is a nose tackle who currently plays for the Green Bay Packers. Kenny played college football at UCLA, and he was drafted by the Packers in the first round of the 2016 NFL draft as the 27th overall pick. Have a listen. It's really about locking in for what you have to do each week, but that preparedness is a key component of that. Yeah, and everybody has that choice. Everybody has that choice, but the funny thing is just like everybody knows what they got to do. Everybody tries to figure out ways to shortcut it and do all the kind of stuff. Everybody knows at the end of the day, the work that you got to put in to become what you want to become. And the best thing about life is that every day you got a choice to make that decision. You know what I'm saying? So the more I truly believe, like, and this is just how my life has been going, the more work that I put in and not just going out there, just banging my head and lifting weights, but the more I'm preparing, the more that I'm talking, the more ask the questions in the walkthroughs, all that kind of stuff. The better player that I am, the more I, I see stuff, the more I can talk to a younger guy, like like I'm a coach, and, and tell him what he's doing wrong. It's just the more I can get to my team and, and give out for myself. You know what I'm saying? So sure. I truly believe in preparation. I'm a huge guy on like writing things down. I literally write everything down. I don't care if I know the play or not. I write it down. And that's just my neck and, I, and how I remember things. And that stuff has just been working for me since college and I haven't changed it. The reason I chose to include this one is your preparation is so important to being effective each day. I'm always juggling a ton of things from balancing a military career to being a single parent to running my business and traveling all over to meet with NFL players and other clients, among other things. People often say, Jen, you're the busiest person I know. Do you even sleep? The answer is yes, I sleep and I get quite a bit of it because it's important. 
But people will ask if I have more time in the day than them jokingly. Obviously, I don't. I got 24 hours too. But what separates me from others is being able to be super effective with my time. One of the keys to that is proper preparation. So the takeaway here is make sure you're putting in that prep work, getting organized and prioritizing your days accordingly. When you do that, it's going to make a difference and it'll help you to move the ball. All right. So there you have it. I've included 11 clippets from episodes this season. I hope you found these snippets encouraging, motivating. Once again, if you like the clips, go back and listen to the full episodes. Each of these guys has great insights, perspectives, and stories that they share on their show. So thanks again for listening to today's episode. I always appreciate you making time. Once again, if you found the show helpful and you haven't yet hit that subscribe button, please do so now so that you never miss a future episode. Again, I've got some great guests coming up. Also, I would really appreciate it if you would share the podcast with a friend or two or three or more. It's one way that you can help me to move the ball. And lastly, go check out the show notes. I've got a link there to my Move the Ball book. If that's something you'd be interested in picking up and reading, there's also a link to the Move the Ball merchandise store. So go check out the gear, get yourself some swag, and again, show off that you're a part of the movement. All righty. Thanks so much again. We will catch you next time. Until then, make sure that you suit up, you show up, and you move the ball. Thank you for listening to Move the Ball. To see more about what I'm up to and how I can help you to move the ball in your business, with your brand, or your career, check out my website at www.getinsidethehuddle.com. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast so that you never miss an episode, and also join the Move the Ball Facebook group for even more content and to be a part of the Move the Ball movement.